Well, today we are concluding our Enough series. This has been kind of our look at uh, stewardship and, um, and all the things that kind of go with that. And we've talked about, uh, we've kind of used the analogy of the pumpkin in various ways uh, this month. Uh, the first time we, we talked about uh, how there's no amount of extra stuff you could put around a pumpkin, no sunglasses or um, other things that you could put on a pumpkin to make it more of a pumpkin. It simply is. Um, and then we talked about generosity. And we talked about how we need to let God scoop us out and pour us out in service and love to others and to remove kind of the junk, the materialism, the greed, envy, the consumerism uh, from our lives and from our hearts to empty us out in generosity to others and that by doing that, that plants other seeds that multiply and grow. And then we talked about when you go to carve a pumpkin that there are certain steps that you've got to take and uh, you've got to have your priorities in order. You've got to do things in a certain order. You can't get out of order. You can't just start carving. You've got to do it in order. And the first thing that you've got to do to carve a pumpkin is to get a pumpkin. You've got to keep the first things first. Right? Then last week we talked about contentment. And how I always like to go with the super fancy, crazy uh, carving that takes hours and hours and hours and then doesn't last but two days because it's just too, you know, intricate and it rots much faster, you know, than just the simple carving. And so we talked about being satisfied with the simple, the simple things and needing to be content and realizing that we have enough. So today we're going to kind of conclude our, our discussion and uh, in line with uh, this idea of a simple carving, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little simple carving this morning. So, uh, in thinking about this idea of enough, um, one thing occurred to me this month as we were kind of going through this series, and that is that we, I think, often conclude that we don't have enough because we aren't enough. That all of the things that we do to um, gain more things or pursue... um, uh, whatever goals we may have, we often, I'm getting a little crooked here, we often um, do that out of a sense of not feeling like we are enough. That our need and our desires for things or accomplishments or whatever it may be comes out of a feeling of void or uh, this idea that Maybe I'm not enough. I have to be honest, it, it took me a long time in my own personal life to figure that out. You know, growing up, I, I really struggled with this idea of trying to be enough for God and trying to do enough for God and, and be enough 
for God. I always felt like there was another thing I could do. There was another step I could take. I always felt like maybe God was demanding more and more out of me. That in order to have a good relationship with God, I had to keep going and keep doing. And that there was almost no end. That there was always another thing I could do. Another step I could take. Until I finally realized that God's been trying to tell me all along that in God's eyes, I'm already enough. That I don't have to accomplish anything. I don't have to be some great thing. I don't have to try and try and try in order to make God happy. Now, that doesn't mean I shouldn't go accomplishing things, all right? I'm not saying sit around and do nothing with your life or anything like that. What I'm saying is our motivation. What is our motivation? Where is our motivation coming from? Is it coming out of a sense of feelings of not enoughness, if I might use that word? Or is it coming out of a sense of responsiveness to God and what God's doing? Because for me, for a long time, it was coming out of feelings of not enoughness. And I had to learn that God is the source of my self-worth. That there's nothing I can do that will separate me from the love of God. There's nothing I can do that will make me any more of a pumpkin (laughs) than what God had already made me. So God says, you are enough. And it is out of that that we are able to be content. It is out of that that we are able to be generous. If we can recognize and realize that we are enough... Because God made us enough, then it is out of that well that we are able to give and live for others. Recognizing that our value is firmly and solidly in God's hands, in God's grace. And the reason we are enough is because God implants within each one of us a divine spark. We were created in the image of God. We were made human in the image of God. We were made to love. God is love and we were made to love and to be loved. Each one of us has that same divine spark within us. Each one of us has that light. So the question of spirituality, the question of Christianity is how will you let that light shine? I think the best way we do that is by following Jesus, by doing what Jesus said. It's by listening to 
the gospel and acting on it. You see, it's, it's one thing to know your identity, and it's one thing to claim that identity in Christ. It's a whole other thing to live into it. See, we, we each have the light of Christ within us. Turn the lights off real quick. I love jack-o'-lanterns. You see that? Yeah. It's kind of a crooked cross, but hey. We each have the light of Christ within us. The question is, will we allow God to open our hearts, as we sang the first song this morning, to open our hearts to let love in and to let love out? Will we let go of what we need to let go of? Will we allow God to scoop us out and pour us out just as Jesus did? You can turn the lights back on. Oftentimes, I think what what keeps us from letting our lights shine, from letting the divine spark within us grow and, and spread and be shared with others is either things that we're dealing with internally, depression or anxiety or anger, or things externally. Or it could be all of the above. You know, and thinking about Las Vegas, how much anger that can stir. Or thinking about the racism that we see in our country. Or thinking about the future and and what it might hold and the anxiety that that brings about. Or the hopelessness and and maybe the depression that that tends to set in on us. That darkness. I don't know what darkness you may be dealing with in your life. But know that the light of Christ is still within you. God is still with you. Just as we affirmed in our creed this morning, we are not alone. We live in God's world. Thanks be to God. We are not alone. Will we allow God to open us up to let our lights shine? Now what does all this have to do with stewardship and all that. Well, for me, it's a lot easier to let my light shine when I know I am participating in and am involved in a community of faith that helps me do that. That is encouraging me and supporting me and leading me and helping me along this path. This is an inward journey, but it's an inward journey that we do together. And I think when you're talking about letting your light shine, it's not just uh, for us as individuals, it's also for us as groups of people that we need to consider how we are letting our collective light shine. And I really think that we're doing that here at Spring Valley. See, God is the source of our light. As it says in, in, the, in the scripture today, 
me just back up here. As it says in the scripture today, you are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. No one lighting a lamp puts it under the bushel basket. If you light a candle, if you light a lamp and you cover it up, not only are you blocking the light, but you're suffocating the light. In the same way, you, you put it on the lampstand so it gives light to all in the house. You let your light shine. You let God open you up to others. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. That last phrase there, and give glory to your Father in heaven, indicates to me that this light within us, this light of love, comes directly from God. And when we are connected to God, it more readily shines. And we do that best when we are doing it together. An ember from the fireplace cannot glow on its own. It eventually dies out. We need each other. And so as you think about, here in a few minutes, we're going to bring forward our commitment cards for, the, uh, for this next year. To think about how we're going to give in the next year, I, I want to assure you that when you give and you participate in this community of faith, it is letting God's light shine. It is making a difference. It is a light that is piercing the darkness around us. That no matter how dark or desperate it may seem, this church is making a difference. Our children's ministry is growing. Every week, we participate in a kids' Bible club at Northwood Hills Elementary and are sharing the light and love of Christ with our neighborhood kids and families. That is light shining in the darkness. This church supports Meals on Wheels and Habitat for Humanity and Austin Street Shelter. We're supporting those in need and we are caring for the hungry in our city. That is letting your light shine in the darkness. Our youth are gathering together every Sunday night to think about how we can move mountains with the faith of God. We're, we go on mission trips. We went to Baton Rouge. We've gone to Shiprock, New Mexico. And we have shared the light and love of Christ in those places and experienced the light and love of Christ through the people there. That is letting your light shine in the darkness. And even in recent weeks when between high schools we've dealt with racism issues. I can proudly say that this church knows how to respond because every year we go together with the youth on a civil rights bus tour. And we tour places around the South and we talk about how can we combat racism. That is letting your light shine in the darkness. Our discipleship ministries are growing here. We've launched covenant groups. Our Sunday school classes are growing the community class has doubled in size over the last couple of years. That is letting 
your light shine in the darkness. This service is growing. Year over year, we have grown in common ground. Because I think we are letting our light shine. We are making a difference. And I hope and I pray that you will see that. That you will know that God is working in and through this place. That God can work in and through you. When we realize that we are already enough. God is already with us. God is already making us new. God continues to love and give us grace. So we can continue sharing the light and love of Christ. Amen.